Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Rain Law, and here is today's quote. Our virtues and failures are inseparable, like force and matter. When they separate, man is no more. Nikola Tesla. Now it's time for AJNW weather. This week we are in for ping pong weather. It's just going back and forth. But right now, it's more yo-yo, up and down. All in all, it's very pleasant, ranging from the 70s to freezing. And we have had clear blue skies with intermittent showers and foggy, overcast moments mixed in. Next up, we have Q&A with Sensei. Today's question comes from Ski, also known as Dookie, and he asked, which translated meant, what do you do when you bite off the tip of your tongue? The correct answer, of course, is digest it, especially since you've already swallowed it. Today's challenge involves solo training. It is important to remember when practicing with our iron clubs and our kettlebell that they can also be substituted as various movements from our martial art training. It only takes perception and awareness to identify these skills and movements. It is often important to look at the reverse action and reverse application of a movement, but it should be very simple to identify the movements of various weapons with the iron club. However, don't ignore the subtle motions. As Dookie could testify from working with Sensei that one does not require a whole one inch, as in a one inch punch, to generate excessive force. Even a no inch strike can be debilitating. A second question was posed concerning what to do when an opponent is too sweaty to secure a chokehold as their head keeps slipping out because no one was wearing geese. If you're just practicing rolling on the mat, then of course you can just use a towel. But otherwise, I would suggest that you touch loosen control. Loosening being the important missing element here, which generally consists of a debilitating blow. If they're semi-unconscious, then pretty easy to grab hold of them and give them a choke. Coming up next is Rand Review. And this week we are reviewing Volume 4 of The Curriculum of Aiki by Tony Anisi. In this fourth volume, it covers Sankyo, Nikyo, Ikkyo, and Shodan techniques. We are covering Part 2. This volume works as a reference for a transference of techniques and looking at the families of techniques. It also has a checklist for your training with forms of entry from Iremi, Entry, Tenshin and Tenkan, and Taiki entries. It also contains Sawari Waza kneeling techniques and half-standing and half-kneeling techniques. He also includes a section on free sparring and techniques required of the first-degree black belt. There is also essays that are required in his system and Aiki Uke and Aiki Kumite for the Takishin requirements. He also has a section devoted to the verbal teachings of Aiki, as well as an overview on the upper Q level of Aiki Jujutsu training. Next week, we will cover the next volume in this series. Coming up next 
is a haiku by Sensei entitled, Internal Arts, Still Impossible, No Solution As Of Yet, Until You Find It. Now it's time for the AJNW training tip of the day, which is train every day, even a little bit, is better than missing a whole day. Practicing one thing precisely can be very beneficial to many things. It can be surprising how mastering one element can help you with a completely different skill set. Coming up next is thoughts on Zen and Pen. Last week, I had promised on Adventure Seekers Welcome Jedi Ninja and Wizards Tolerated that there would be something new coming about, and that is its connection with Zen and Pen. This week, we will begin the first installment of Adventure Seekers Welcome Jedi Ninja and Wizards Tolerated as portrayed by the characters from Zen and Pen, beginning now. Inside the dojo, we find a group of students sitting around after class, cooling down and discussing what Sensei had met about having a light body and performing techniques that were invisible. Duki spoke up and said, I remember hearing Kuroda Tetsusan Sensei talking something about this during an interview. Well, what do you think it means? And where did Sensei go? He was here teaching class, and then the next moment he seemed to have disappeared, said the student named Tara. She had just received her black belt and was immensely proud of her achievement. But at the same time, she felt unworthy of it, and she was always perplexed as how Sensei would barely touch her and would send her flying. Her senpai, named Parker, mentioned that he had thought he had seen Sensei go off to his office as he usually does right after class. It was at that time that Sensei's favorite Uke, named Matt, got up to look to see where Sensei went so they could see if they could pry further answers out of him that he had only alluded to in class. Matt, of course, was one of his favorite Ukes because of his physique. Because Matt was short and strong, it was very difficult to take him down or throw him. But at the same time, Sensei had often thrown Matt with seemingly not even touching him. Matt himself didn't believe in chi or ki, but he did refer to Sensei's ability to perform these feats as nothing special, just ordinary magic. Dookie said, just imagine what he would do if he had Harry Potter's wand. Ty, who is often referred to as Tori, due to his preference to throw people instead of striking or kicking them, responded to Dookie with yet another attack on his extracurricular hobby of playing adventure role-playing games. Don't get your little wizard panties all knotted up. But we're talking about real life here and not any of your Star Wars and Muib'dib sandworm BS. The student that Sensei referred to as Deshi spoke up at this point and said, Hey, Star Wars is my deal. Although there is sandworms in Star Wars and in Dune, neither of those have anything to do with Harry Potter. Oh yeah? said Matt. What about Harry Potter burying that Gollum fellow down at the beach? Oh, you're impossible, said Tara. Gollum was from the Lord of the Rings, not Harry Potter. And I know for a fact that Sensei loves Lord of the Rings. Well, he's not anywhere to be found. I checked the locker rooms and every place else. 
And Sensei has simply disappeared, said Matt, as he sat back down, rejoining the group. What did I miss? Nothing, said Sensei Quang, who seemed to have sat down in the circle that the group had taken about the same time that Matt had. The sudden appearance and voice of Sensei Quang caused every member of the group to jump, or at least flinch noticeably. Sensei laughed. <laughs> when will you all learn that when I talk about the interdimensional body, I am not just speculating. I just don't talk about it very much in front of beginners, as I don't want to freak them out. Well, it's freaking me out, said Ty. Me too, said Tara. Parker said, could you show us some, Sensei? I know, of course, it would probably take a hundred years for us to be able to master it. A hundred years? How old do you think I am? said Sensei Quang, looking seriously at the group. I started off just as you, young and dumb. The only difference now is I am no longer young, but I am young at heart. Dookie said, Sensei, you're very wise. And I am not fishing for compliments, Ski, but it is kind of you to mention them nonetheless. As class is over and everyone but ourselves has gone, I suppose it would be beneficial to take you all on a journey into the interdimensional plane, but only if all of you agree to take on the challenges, no matter what they may be. I will guide you there, and I will guide you back. But for a brief while, I shall leave you there to explore on your own. If you should run into anyone on your journey, then make sure to make mention of me. My name is known there. Everyone agreed that this would be insightful, and everyone was willing to participate. Although before they started, Matt had asked if it was okay for him to leave his car in the parking lot as he was low on gas. Don't worry, said Sensei Quang. We will not take any vehicle to the interdimensional plane, but we will ride together on a wave of consciousness. So, to begin, everyone close your eyes and listen to the sound of my voice as I direct your breathing and your thoughts. Is this going to be like hypnotism, asked Ty, as I can't be hypnotized. I always pass out. Don't worry, Tori. This will be as simple as being thrown. But, as you know, once you are thrown, you have no idea how you got there. This will feel somewhat the same. Now, close your eyes and take a deep breath. And in a moment, all right. Come back next week and we will hear what happens. And in closing, some good news. This will be my last harmonica performance until I get better.
I highly recommend martial art instruction. Everything I do has been influenced by the martial arts. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge over power. Tokushi Kimpo. Keep following your dreams.